Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is soul business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
Oh, Lord, I've sinned. Y'all give to me a hand, everyone. Can everybody just lift your hand? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody say, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, I've but you still call me my name. Oh, Lord, I've sinned, but you're still calling my name. I know that that song is a very, very, very old song, but it ministers to my spirit, to my soul, to my person every time I hear it, just to know that despite of who we are, what we've done, what we do, what we think, that the Lord still loves us the same and still calls us and still wants to use us despite of our own self. Good evening, good evening, and good evening. Thank you so much for tuning into the Light of Portland broadcast. I'm Pastor Sherelle Pennington, and I'm live here in Atlanta, Georgia, and it is an honor to be with you this evening. I pray that you all have had a fantastic first Sunday in December and last Sunday, last first Sunday of 2022. I pray that God has allowed you to have a blessed day, a day full of the breath of air that he has given you, a day filled with the sight of the things you're seeing through his eyes. I pray that he allowed you to be filled with the things that you hear through the blood of Jesus and the ears that he has given you. Tonight we have uh, a prayer. Tonight we have a man of God that will bring forth the word of God. Tonight we are going to go to the throne of grace. And I want to make sure that each and every one of you takes the time out to acknowledge the Lord for all that he has done for you, all that he is doing for you, and all that he will do for you. I hope that you take the time out to hear, to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. And we can only do that through our personal relationship, through the growth, through allowing God to mature us and allowing God to fill us and allowing God to use us and allowing God, oh, to mature us. 
And that's not always easy, saints of God. That comes with trials and tribulations. It comes with ups and downs. It comes with roadblocks. It comes with mountains and valleys. It comes with uh, the depths of the water. It, It comes with every trial, every tribulation in order for us to know who we are, who he's created us to be. And so I pray your strength in the Lord, and I am grateful that you have tuned in to Light of Portland broadcast. We want to honor all those that make this platform possible for us to be here this evening. And to the Butterfields, Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who has opened up the platform for the Light of Portland broadcast. Without them, we would not be on the air. And so we give God glory for you and your life. And and the head of your ministry, the head of my ministry, Bishop Ruth W. Smith, we honor you. We give you glory. We exalt you. And we are grateful that you pray for us. We're grateful that you cover and keep us. We're grateful that you direct and that you correct us. We are grateful that you allow God to use you for the upbuilding of the kingdom. And so we just want to say thank you for allowing us to come together and have the opportunity to be a blessing to the body of Christ and to those that are yet to know that they are a part of the body of Christ. And uh, to Pastor Kimberly Black, who has stepped in and taken over the Light Light of Portland broadcast in my stead, I am so honored to have you as a friend, as a sister in Christ. So grateful to meet you. I'm so grateful to watch you to the next level that God has intended for it to come to. I am so grateful uh, for all that you do. We are grateful for the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church family, and I love you all. I'm so, so, so glad that I am a part of the Greater St. Stephen family And I greet you in the name of Christ Jesus. So tonight we are going to uh, have a word of prayer. And later we will have our announcements. We want to make sure that you are aware of uh, black nativity and all the things that are happening in Portland, Oregon. And so we will do that after the word of God this evening. Um, And so tonight we're going to have a word of prayer, and then we're going to have a song of preparation for the man of God uh, that is going to bring forth the word. And and Elder Demetrius Devers is no stranger to the Light of Portland broadcast. He is our brother in Seattle. He is a husband. He is a father. He is a man of God that is is in love with the Lord and in love with the word of God and enjoys seeing those that don't know him 
receive the revelation of God and being able to usher them into the presence of the Lord. And so after a word of BS song of preparation, and following that will be the voice of none other than Elder Demetrius Evers. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening. We give you glory, honor, and praise. We exalt and magnify your holy name. We thank you, Lord God, that you've decided, Father, to be our king and master. You decided that you would allow us, oh God, to breathe the breath of life. You spoke into our existence. You allowed us, oh God, Father, to know that you are God and God alone. Father, you graced us with your presence, oh God, every day that we wake, oh Lord. And we are grateful unto you. We thank you for the light of Portland Broadcast. We thank you for every ear that tunes in to the light of Portland Broadcast every Sunday evening, Lord God. We thank you, oh God, that you allow us, oh God, to reach people that would never go into the four walls of the church, but are able to receive the love of God, that are able to receive your word, are able to be filled with your love, O oh God, through the light of Portland broadcast. We thank you, O oh God, for Pastor Elder Devers, O oh God, and we ask, O oh God, that you will use him mightily, O oh Father, that you, O oh God, will allow him, O oh God, to speak what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. And, Lord God, we ask, oh, God, right now that you would have your way in this place, oh, God. Oh, God, we know who we are because you've given us a name. You've called us, oh, God. You created us, oh, God. Allowed us, oh, God, to know that we are in your image. And so we pray right now, Lord God, that, Father, Every ear would hear, and then every mouth will speak. Every head would bow, and then every hand would raise. As we come to you, O oh God, through your word, Father, and we pray, Father, as we, O oh God, Come before your throne of grace, that you would continue, Father, to show us the way, that you would continue, oh God, to have your way in our lives. And Father, we just want to magnify you. We just want to praise you. We just want, oh God, you to be pleased with all that we do and all that we are. We are grateful, Father, that we are in the time of this season, Father, that we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Thank you for teaching us, oh God, that we would be nothing if it had not been for the Lord on our side. And so we thank you, oh God. We praise and magnify you. We exalt you in Jesus Christ's name. We pray, amen, amen, and amen.
a familiar verse found in the 23rd number of Psalms, um, verse 1. First verse says, the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. And if we, I, I really want to concentrate on that first portion of that verse, which says, the Lord is my shepherd. And as we think about this 23rd number of Psalms, and we look at the fact that this particular psalm has been used to comfort people who are going through severe trials and tribulations, through substantial pain and illness, or dealing with grief that comes from the death of someone that is close to them. The 23rd number of psalms is arguably one of the two most popular passages of Scripture in the Bible. With others being found in Matthew 6, 9-13, many of us learned this song in our youth or as a babe in Christ. In fact, this scripture is frequently used so much, is used so much that many people who aren't a part of the Christian community are familiar with. 23rd number of Psalms. Interesting, though, however, David wrote this song as a mature adult um, while he was king. And it appears that as he was writing this song, he spent time reflecting on his youth and the time that he spent as a young shepherd. As a former shepherd, David knew firsthand the responsibilities and qualifications needed to be a good shepherd. David knew that as a shepherd, you needed to be a person that was able to tend to, see, guard, guide, and direct flocks, flocks of sheep in the direction that you would want them to go. It was because of his knowledge and being familiar with being a shepherd of sheep he was able to make the comparison and recognize a shepherd of men. It was because of this recognition that David was able to decree and declare that the Lord is my shepherd. Just as David makes his declaration in, in this 23rd Psalm, the Lord is a shepherd. If you are a part of the flock, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, if you have made the decision to allow yourself to be led and follow the directions of the Lord, you reap the benefits and make and can make the declaration also that the Lord is my shepherd. Because the Lord, and, and, and as we look at this 23rd Psalm, as we look at this passage of scripture, we can see here uh, several reasons or several reasons why the Lord is my shepherd. David declares, make that declaration. The first reason he says that the Lord is my shepherd is because the Lord is, is because the Lord is, is his shepherd, his relationship is personal. As a shepherd, it's important that you 
Know your sheep, and the sheep know who you are. You got to know if you have a, a, a sheep that's rambunctious, if he's uh, one that's easily distracted, one that has a quick temper, one one uh, uh, that that has has an interesting flaw or, or something about that particular sheep. Throughout the Bible, you find implications of the Lord being a shepherd to his people. Genesis 49 and 24 says, Jacob called the Lord his shepherd. He said, the Lord, the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Isaiah 40, 11 tells us that the Lord will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lamb with his arm. Micah 7, 14 invites the Lord to shepherd your people with your staff as in days of old. And yes, here in Psalm 23, David declares that the Lord is my shepherd. David knew the Lord for himself in a personal way. Uh, The word my is a word one uses when they are a possessor or an agent or an object of an action or a familiar person. You know, we use my, this is my car, this is my jam, this is my mama, this is my this, this is my that. So here David is is letting it know this is a personal thing with me. The Lord is my shepherd. Through all that I've been through, through all that I'm doing, the good, the bad, I can still say he's my shepherd. I know he may be your shepherd, but for me, this is personal. For me, David declared that the Lord wasn't just a shepherd, but because uh, 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 he was real. Because it was personal, David said he's my shepherd. It was a personal thing to him. And when we, when we call uh, on the Lord, we have to call from a personal position. When, when he called on, on him and from the field uh, to be anointed as king of Israel, uh, it was personal for David. When, when, with the help of the Lord, he defeated the giant Goliath. It was personal for David when, because he was a man after God's own heart, it was personal. If the Lord's not your shepherd to anyone else, he's the shepherd to me. Do you have that same testimony tonight? That I, I, I can't speak for everybody, but for tonight, I only can speak for myself. The Lord is my shepherd. I know I've had... I know I couldn't have been through everything I went through and got through it if it wasn't for the Lord leading me and guiding me how I needed to go. Yeah, I wasn't always the the best uh, sheep of the flock, but he still protected me. Although I'm jacked up from the floor, he's still my shepherd. Although I I, I got flaws and and, and I'm still full of faith and he's still my shepherd. So because I know who God is and what he is to me, I declare without a shadow of a doubt that the Lord is my shepherd. As, we, as we're entering this 12th month of 2022 and preparing for a new year and we're preparing for Christmas and preparing trees and gifts and all that stuff, yeah, but don't forget that the Lord is still your shepherd. Let him guide you. Let him lead you. Let it it be known that you have a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior. 
Because the Lord is my shepherd, my my relationship is personal. Because the Lord is my shepherd, my life is protected. As a shepherd, you are charged with uh, not only knowing your flock, but understanding that you may have to fight off predators that come to cause harm to the flock. Sheep, by nature, are prey animals. When they are faced with danger, their natural instinct is to run. Foolish and sluggish, they can be easily distracted and wander off. Sheep can be in their feelings and get lost. Sheep can't save themselves. Our enemy, the devil, the Bible says in First Peter 5 and 8 that we are to be sober, be vigilant, because our adversary, your adversary, the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. John 10 and 10 says, does not come except to steal, kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Verse 11 says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep, and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. But our God, our shepherd, my shepherd, is one that protects me. Even when, even when I don't see the dangers coming, he wraps his loving arms of protection around me to protect me from dangers seen and unseen. Oh, yes, the Lord is my shepherd. He is my protector. He not only protects me from my enemies, not only does he protect me from from predators that want to do harm against me, but check this out. The Lord protects protects me from me. Yeah, from danger. Yeah, he does protect me from dangers seen and unseen. He does protect me from those who who mean me no good, but yes, the Lord protects me from me. Don't you know sometimes we are our worst enemy? Don't you know sometimes our biggest hang-up is ourselves? Don't you know sometimes we are the ones that get in our way and cast and cause casualties uh, in our life? But, but, But we serve a God that protects us from us, even when we try, we, 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 we don't mean no harm and we try to do good that, that, that isn't in his will. He protects us from us. And I thank God that I serve a God for me, even when, even when I think I'm doing right. He knows when I'm doing wrong. So I thank God that he is my shepherd. I thank God for the fact that my relationship with him is personal. Personal to the fact that he knows me. 
He knows my ins and he knows my outs. He knows my coming and my going. He knows my thoughts before I even thought about them. I'm so glad that the Lord is my shepherd because the Lord, uh, the Lord protects my life. He protects my life from my enemies. He protects my life from myself. He protects my life because he stands what, uh, what he has for me. And the great thing about what God has for you and what God has for me is that although he can have other people to do what he wants to get done, what we have on our lives is just for you. What does that mean, Reverend? Only thing I'm saying is can't nobody be you but you. You are the best you that you can be. Now, God can have other people to accomplish his goal because his will shall be done. But what God has for you is for you. So as we move on in, 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 our, in our message on tonight, and we look at and we decree and declare that the Lord is my shepherd, we are reminded that the Lord is my shepherd because my relationship is personal. The Lord is my shepherd because my life is protected. And the Lord is my shepherd because my needs are provided. The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. Whatever I need shall be supplied by the Lord. Whatever I need, I don't have to worry about because my shepherd will take care of things. Philippians 4.19 says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Whatever you need, God's got it. You need joy, God's got it. You need hope, God's got it. You need deliverance, God's got it. If you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Yeah, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still water. Doors my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. <clears throat> yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely, Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah, Lord, the Lord is my shepherd, and I know I, I know we have to shed tears every now and then, but the Lord is still my shepherd. I've been to the top of the mountain, and I've been to the lowest point of the valley, <laughs> but I still decree and declare that the Lord is 
just want to leave you on this last first Sunday uh, of 2022 with the reminder that I don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't know what 2023 holds. But all I know, I'm going into tomorrow with the understanding that no matter what comes my way, I will still shout with a voice of triumph because the Lord is my shepherd. (laughs) I may not always be able to smile, but I can always have at the tip of my tongue the declaration to this world that the Lord is my shepherd. (laughs) Yes, friends may leave me. Jobs may end. But the Lord will always be my shepherd. And I pray to you, my brothers and my sisters, on tonight, that as we go into tomorrow and whatever is to come for the rest of this year and beyond, that you not forget, no matter what the situations may look like, don't forget who your shepherd is. He loves you. He's there for you to protect you to provide for you, and to know you on a personal level. So if you don't know him, get to know him, because it will be the best thing that you've ever done. And you will be able to decree and declare like David here in Psalm 23, and like I do, and I hope you do too, that the Lord is my shepherd. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor, for the opportunity on tonight. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. And and I, I thought that he was going to stop at the Lord is. But sometimes we need to know more than just the Lord is. The Lord is my shepherd. And because the Lord is my shepherd, Elder Beavers allowed us to know that he supplies our every need, that he takes care of us, he provides for us, he leads and guides us, he directs us, he instructs us, he corrects us, because he is our shepherd. And as we're beginning the closeout of 2023, we need to know that despite all the hell that has gone on in 2022, despite the years of COVID, despite the loss of jobs, despite the loss of homes and cars, despite the loss of family members, on this side of Jordan, despite all of the things that have happened in 2022, the Lord is our shepherd, and we are the sheep of his pasture. And like Elder Deaver said, we are sheep. And sheep are those that must be guided. 
must be led, must be directed, because they are prey and not a predator. And so that means that that there are many things and many people and many spirits that come after the sheep of God. God is. The Lord is our shepherd. Thank you so much, Elder Beavers, for the word of God tonight. Thank you so much for allowing us to know that the Lord loves us, that we must have the personal relationship with our Father. We must know the word of God to know that he is our shepherd. And we must grow to know him so that we can hear the voice and follow after him as he leads us. And so tonight, on this first Sunday in December, I pray that the Lord would bless you. I pray that the Lord would keep you. I pray that the Lord would make his face to shine upon you, that he would lift his countenance unto you, that he would give you peace and prosperity both now and forevermore. Pray that he would bless you. And as I stated, we are going to close our service this evening with our announcements. And I am bringing Pastor Black live on the air to close us out this evening. Pastor Black. Good evening, family. Thank you, Pastor Sherelle. And we just lost her call. Uh, Give us a moment and allow her to dial back in so that we can get those last few words from Pastor Black this evening. And know that the Lord desires to love you despite of yourself. You know, it's amazing um, that He loved us before we loved ourselves. It's amazing that he is still there for us despite of who we are. And I have Pastor Black again live on the broadcast. Pastor Black. Good evening, family, to the Light of Portland family, Pastor Sherelle. Elder Devers and to all of you, my brothers and sisters in the Lord, just want to share a couple announcements of some things that are happening. I know many of you missed the Black Nativity. It was this weekend, uh, and we had the opportunity to do four nights of the Black Nativity. This was our seventh year, but don't but don't miss out on the other events that are happening. In the city, the 23rd annual Gospel Christmas with the Oregon Symphony will be December 10th and the 11th at the Arlene Snitzer Hall. And for tickets, if you are interested, you have to go to the Oregon Symphony. The show will be Friday at 7.30 p.m. and uh, tickets start 
at $25, and they go up to $99. So you just want to go to the Oregon Symphony. You don't want to miss it. It's at 11. Also want to tell all of those that have children and you want to um, pick up some toys, our friends and family at the St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church will be having a Christmas toy giveaway on Saturday, December 17th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Toys for children ages 6 months to 12 years old. It's first come, first serve, and they're asking that you please leave your children at home or in the car. They're only allowing one adult per household. St. Paul is located at 8101 North Fisk Avenue, Portland, Oregon, 97203. And for more information, you can call 503-289-0147. also want to tell you about the next concert that's coming up on December the 16th um, at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Mount Olivet Baptist Church. It's a gospel rock Christmas at the Mount, featuring the Mount Olivet Choir and special guest artists. Uh, Little Miss Michaela Dean, Pastor Alonzo Chadwick, uh, Sophia Imani, Wendy Jackson, Pastor Julia Abel, Johanna McCoy, Elder Derek McDuffie, um, Bree Manaway, um, Claire Newsong, Ty Curtis, and Jeff Henson. That is December 16th. Tickets are $10 for adults, $5 for anyone under the age of 18. Mount Olivet Missionary Baptist Church. And you know what? I don't even see an address. Oh, I'm sorry. 8501 North Chautauqua Boulevard, December 16th. Doors open at 6 o'clock p.m. at Mount Olivet Baptist Church, 8501 North Chautauqua Boulevard. Those tickets are $10 for adults, $5 for people 18 and under. And they're asking you to wear your ugliest Christmas sweater. So we we know we do that at work, but we get to do it at a musical. So those are our announcements. Please govern yourselves accordingly. Um, Be with us next Sunday, same time, same channel. Amen. Gracious Father, we just come before you now to thank you for uh, the word that we heard today that reminds us you are our shepherd. We thank you for being a God that predestined that we would be your children before the foundation of the world. And, God, we're grateful tonight. We're so thankful. We ask that you would touch all of those that are sick under the sound of my voice, all of those that are going through infirmities and issues and problems. I pray that they have heard this word today and that they would begin to trust you to lead them and guide them and to protect them and to comfort them and to provide for them. Lord God, bless those that are incarcerated. Touch those, Father God, that don't know you. 
as the shepherd. I pray that they would come to know you before the year comes to an end because you are the reason for the season and you are the best thing that has ever happened to us. We love you tonight and we appreciate your Father for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. And now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before an all-wise God, be power and dominion both now and forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I love you all, and there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister.
you here. 